0: Happy Mother's Day to my heavenly angels, Granny, Great Nan, Gran, Auntie Jane, Auntie Rita, Grace, and all those who are not here today. I love and miss you always, but I'm sure you're having a lovely day, especially if Auntie Jane is a DJ. And Auntie Jane, I know it was your memorable yesterday and I still can't believe that you're not here but your peace brings me healing and your memories brings me joy and I know you'll be very proud of the kids and my dream confirmed that so thank you for showing me I'm thinking of you my friends and family who have lost I'm thinking of your strength and courage I'm thinking of your upset and confusion I'm thinking of your peace and healing I'm thinking of you, mothers who have lost, but continue to smile, continue to love, continue to appreciate life. You are amazing. Mother's Day is not just for one day, because even though those we lost are not here physically, they are here in spirit. When you're feeling down with no one to speak to and that warmth appears, her hands are hugging you tightly, giving you the same embrace as always. A mother's duty never stops, even when she's soaring high (laughs) in the clouds, because the prayer she prayed will keep you filled with love and protection always. The love she felt will be stored in your hearts, which will keep you loving others. The memories that she built with you will keep you wanting to be adventurous with those who mean the most to you. A mother's duty doesn't stop because her faith in you will give you the hope you need to continue each day. When you're feeling lost, in despair, broken or angry, remember that who your mother was remains in you. So when you cry, look in the mirror and smile. Say to yourself, she's here with me. A mother's duty never stops. I just want to say a big big thank you to my listeners out there who have been supporting me since day one thank you to my new listeners for starting this journey with me i appreciate you all also we received some amazing heartfelt feedback on our last podcast so thank you And as you know, Sunday was Mother's Day, and I want to say happy Mother's Day again to my mum, my mum-in-law, my aunts, cousins, my friends, and to all the mums out there around the world, and to you also, my ladies, on the podcast today. Also, a happy first Mother's Day to my beautiful sister Jade, and to all the first-time mothers out there. Have a wonderful day. So guys, I just keep getting excited. And I have to thank God for where he's moving me in my life right now. I'm truly blessed and thankful to have such wonderful people around me, walking with me and inspiring me. And speaking of wonderful, guys, I am honoured to be surrounded with such amazing women. And today I am joined by my girl from last week, Sasha, my best friend Chanel, and my cousin Aisha. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you all doing?
1: I'm fine. Thanks Thanks for having
0: us (laughs) again. You're welcome. Thank you for joining me again today. (laughs) Gosh. And girls, as you know, motherhood has its challenges. So when you found out you was going to be a mother, how did you feel and how do you feel now?
1: Um, So for me, myself, hi, everyone. It's Sasha again from last week, just so we can the cipher voices. Um so for me myself, I have three. Through the process three times. So with all of them, it was that initial sort of shock. And then I think everyone goes into a slight state of panic so to speak because all again you think oh my gosh my body's gonna change and how am I gonna cope in this pregnancy am I gonna be sick am I gonna be okay um you know finances if you're working are you gonna have to pause work for a little while and things like that um so yeah it's definitely in a mixed emotions thing but I think the happiness comes through straight away and that's definitely um one of my things but I must say my youngest, because I actually have an age gap between my middle child and my youngest of about six years. So with the with the youngest, it kind of felt like the first time all over again, actually, oh, being pregnant oh, oh, with oh. him and finding out. It was really, really weird. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's one of those feelings that is shocking at first, but you get used to it quite quickly and then you just embrace it. It's just a natural feeling. You just end up embracing it.
0: Yes, definitely. And I think that's what we have to do. Because when I found out <laughs> that I was pregnant, I was like, oh my
1: gosh, <laughs> I was
0: like, am I going to be able to look after this little person growing inside of me? And then, you know, when he's here, it's like, yeah, just the best feeling.
1: I think it's one of those, it's that natural thing that everybody, everybody has those thoughts. No matter how many children you have, every child is different. So those thoughts always come up with everyone.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's true, it's true. Yeah. That's
2: it. Chanel? Yeah, I mean, for me, um, I had my son quite young, so it was definitely scary. And also it was a thing of... um, feeling like, oh, will I get it right? Will I get it wrong? But I think once you have your child you realise that you just have to take it day by day. Yeah. And it just comes of experience. It will come, you're not always going to get it right, but it's just you just learn as you go along the way.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's true. And even now <laughs> with our children, you know, some of them are grown at the moment, but we're still learning
2: mm-hmm. as mothers.
0: You know, Def- I think we never stop learning.
2: No. Because a new when they grow up, I mean a new age always comes of new challenges so especially if it's, if you if if it's your first child like my I still have just one son so I'm still learning as he grows mm-hmm. up
0: yeah
2: because he's like 13 yeah. now but then how is he going to be when he's 18 it's going to come with other challenges yeah. and even when he's an adult you being a mum it never stops you're always going to be a mum exactly.
0: it's true definitely thank you thank you girls so much for your response Aisha
3: uh I was very scared. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I wasn't expecting it at all. And, um, I I had like a a whole world, like full of different emotions. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was just a thing of, was I ready? Was I mentally prepared? Um, Mm -hmm. at the time I definitely wasn't mentally prepared. Um, (laughs) so it was all a thing of where I had all this anxiety of like, am I ready? Am I mentally prepared? You know, Mm um, Am I going to be a good mum? And mm-hmm. the time went on with the pregnancy. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, okay. I'm preparing, you know. Um, you, can, you can never not... You can never be ready for a parent. But it's like... It's, child it's like the mother motherly instance just kicking straight away. And then you go into protective mode. So, yeah. for a while, I was like yeah. very protective of her as well. So, I was a bit, mm. I didn't know I was going through baby blues as well. So... Um, nobody saw me at all <laughs> and um, that even you Vanessa you might remember when you know um at times when you know you might have wanted to visit and I was just very like I didn't want to see anybody but I didn't know why yeah, it's true yeah I, did, I didn't know why I was just still very protective and and you know not knowing what to expect next but I think it's because I was looking too much in the future and probably mm-hmm. too much of you know um what I might not be capable of doing but every day like up to now every day I learn something new and you know I love it I won't lie I love it I can't wait to have more as well so (laughs) (laughs) it's
0: true I think we're always gonna be protective of our kids even when we try not to because you know us being protective we're probably gonna feel that you know, it's going to be some sort of pressure on them when they grow yeah. up, but mm-hmm. that's that's just our thing mm-hmm. really. And I Definitely. think you know, as well, we now realize yeah. <laughs> how much our mother probably went through to you know try to not hide us from the world, but you know, just keep us in this little bubble, just try to keep us safe. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I think yeah, Motherhood is just in itself is just a blessing. Yeah, I think so. Um, what is or are your biggest fears as a mother
1: um mine are that they won't use their voices to kind of back themselves up um me myself when I was younger I don't actually know why this is something that I haven't quite figured out but I always used to kind of I didn't like confrontation or I didn't like to correct someone if they were wrong. And it would be on, you know, the most basic of things, but I was very much, you know, I would just go along with, if that's what you heard, okay, then cool. Yeah, that's fine. You know, I never really stood up and said, no, that's not correct. Or, you know, I don't want to go there or I don't want to do that. Um, and I just, I was, I would say I was quite easily influenced and followed the crowd's, like that do you know what I mean I always wanted to be out at parties and this that and the other because I thought you know that's what was expected of me and I want them to you know they're both very homebodies. and I know that's weird to say when we've just been on lockdown but you know they're not kids that like to run up and down and go everywhere and things like that. So I kind of hope that when they get out into the wider world, you know, my, my eldest child, she's in secondary school now. Um, and once they get to be there for real, you know how all the team pressures come in, the peer pressure, all the ideas, this friend's doing that. And they, you know, they're telling me to come along. Um, I just, I just want my children to grow up and and make sure that, you know, they use their voices to, defend themselves to protect themselves to speak up for themselves to speak on what they believe in and never kind of feel embarrassed or be made to feel that what they're saying is wrong if that's what they believe in and that's what you know they feel like they want to be heard saying then to feel proud in what they say and to stand by their words yeah
0: yeah definitely like, mm-hmm. That is important nowadays as well because mm-hmm. stuff going on with the younger children some of them are afraid to say how they're feeling, especially to their parents and stuff but I know yeah. with, well you've just you've created such a bond with your kids, and you know we spoke earlier as well about um with kaya and you know protecting her as well so yeah, yeah,
1: and yeah, especially so you know we heard about this lady who's recently just gone missing, and unfortunately you know she's been found, and she's she you know murdered I'm sorry to get up but you know when it's just the the fear of you know our children right now they're getting up and going back to school and a lot of our children are used to you know traveling by themselves and things like that but us as parents we see these things and that's one of my other key things is that I try not to impose my fears of her walking outside by herself because she has the confidence to get up and go to school and things like that. But there's fears fears of the real world that we see and we understand a lot deeper that I have for them, but I don't want to put on them because I don't want them to then have a fear of being independent and going outside. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's just a lot of hurdles and there are always, there's always something to be worried about when it comes to them. It's true. Yeah, it is.
0: Sometimes,
2: sometimes though, I think there's like a fine line between sort of like imposing a fear and making your child aware. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I totally agree. You know, but
2: because it's like with, with my son, I mean, he's, he's 13, so he's a teenager Mm -hmm. now. And sometimes it's just a case of having these conversations. Sometimes it's a case of him, you know, looking at the news and us talking about what's going yeah. on. And he'll say to me, oh, mum, I'm not even going to be that type that's going to be out on the road. My son's a homebody yeah. as well, a lot. And he even says to me, I mean, he's 13 now, but he says to me, even when I'm older, mum, I'm not just going to be out on the road or whatever. I, I need to have a reason to mm-hmm. be out. And sometimes it's like you can't, you can't blame these victims at all because what happened to them happened by somebody yeah. else. But, but, but as well, it's like there's certain choices that we could, like we know the, the dangers of the world. Like for right now, I'm not just going to go outside right now and walk down some lonely street or whatever. Mm-hmm. For, you know, I have to, I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to get Uber or I'm going to travel with a friend. Yeah. And it's just making those different choices. You can't, you know, y- there's only so much you can do. But the choices, if you if you have that, if you're instilled with those types of awareness, you're bound to make better choices. Yeah. and will make you less at risk you can never be completely free you know
1: free of risk but it will reduce the risk no totally totally thank you for that because I feel like I needed that I feel like I needed something like that definitely yeah
0: Mm. yeah no thank you so much Chanel that's like really insightful and really encouraging as well because yeah it's true we've always got something in sight and there's always a different path or direction for us to take but it's just yeah just being aware of the situations out aware. how we just reflect on it and just take it as it comes as well like it's just day by day it's just it's hard sometimes because you just want to plan ahead and it's like we don't know what's going to happen so uh-huh. it's, you know we've got to just live life and just trying to be happy that's something I don't even watch the news because if I watch the news sometimes it's just going to be like okay I don't want to go outside and then I don't want my son to grow up it's like I don't want to be just- yeah. <laughs> I know he's going to grow up and I can't keep him in the house but you know I don't want just- <laughs> to just be like oh my gosh I don't want to go outside and it's weird because when I was pregnant I like yeah because I never I don't know it's really weird for me because I always had anxiety, but when I was pregnant, something else kind of triggered. And it's like, um, my sister went to work and she only lives, she only works like 10 minutes away from the house. And then it was Halloween and all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go outside. I'd like, mm. i like, obviously I knew I was pregnant as well, just trying to be protective as well. But yeah. I was like, I want to go outside. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not letting her walk the street by herself as well, even though it's mm-hmm. like 10 minutes away. But because it was so dark, like no, you know what? I just have to be scared and just go. And then you know, I'm just standing outside her workplace, and I'm looking at everyone, and they're like probably looking at me like, "Why is she looking like this?" But <laughs> 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 I look crazy. But you know, just trying to, yeah, just be brave, just be be assertive, and yeah, just be aware of everyone, and just go. Really, yeah. What do you feel, Uh
3: I just like what Sasha was saying about, you know, um, uh, you know, when, like, you know, in childhood we get scared. Like, well, some of us might have been scared to, or not, like we might have not had certain conversations with our parents. Whereas now yeah. it's like we want our kids to, you know, um, not like with Amar, I don't want it to hide things. Like, I don't want it to. to I don't want to speak to me as like a friend, but I want to speak to me with confidence about certain situations mm-hmm. or certain, you know, um, subjects. And my fear is still the protective mode because she's a very, like, free-spirited child. She has no fear <laughs> in her at all. And that's what kind of makes me fearful. I'm like, you know, um, I know at one point I've got to teach her about the birds and the bees and all that stuff. And when it comes to boys, but it's it's only something that, I'm gonna to have to maybe step aside at certain situations, and you know, make her not experience, but you know, I have to make her learn her rights and wrongs. But at the same time, it's like I don't want her to go through <laughs> what the typical, you know, female might experience if that makes sense. So it's still that mm-hmm. sort of protective mode, but so now I'm just I, I get very protective, like when I think of the future, because I'm like, okay she might be like this now. I mean, she could change. She, she might simmer down yeah. a little bit, but what if she's still the same when she's older and she's, you know, it, 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 it will be 10 times more energy and more not listening. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just that protective mode, And that's what I get a bit fearful about, especially having like a female child. And um, growing up, um, minus the cousins, like in the immediate family, there's literally no boys. So I'm just used to <laughs> girls and it's not really been that sort of male figure that, you know, will teach you about, you know, how to be around men and how to, you know. So it's just that sort of, that that protection that I'm, you know, <laughs> when it comes to, <laughs> yeah, that sort of situation when it comes to guys and stuff. I might, yeah, no, I might role model to, to to tell her. I mean, thankfully she has her father and he you know, teacher things, mm. but it's like, yeah, as a female parent as well, I still have them thoughts where I'm just like, okay, am I going to teach her right? Am I going to, you know, um you know, am I not going to be fearful when she's going to school by herself at one stage? Just things like that, I, I start to, yeah, have a bit of worry about, mm-hmm. but yeah, I know that's all a part of growing up as well, mm-hmm. and sometimes mm-hmm. you've got to step aside and just let them experience, but Oh, and I remember being a teenager. I mean, I weren't that bad, but you know, all that sneaking about and all that stuff. I want her to speak her mind. Like, I, I was fearful to talk to my mum about certain things, especially when it came to boys. I don't want that. Mm. I want her to be open and ask answering mm-hmm. questions
2: and not be afraid. I, th- yeah. I think that's like a generational yeah. thing, though. Yeah. As well, because I feel like growing up, my mum, my mum was more of a, like, a dutiful mum. Food was always on the table. Okay. We always had a roof over our head. But I couldn't go to my mum and say, oh, I'm talking to this yeah. boy or oh, I'm going through this <laughs> or I'm going through that because she ain't got time for that or she didn't to, <laughs> You know what I mean? It was just bills and and i think like now which is a good thing that we're being more in tune with our children's emotional and psychological needs yeah and 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 make them but it's not it's not just for instance don't go down that road it's why what's wrong down that road Mm -hmm. why what's going on down that road why i can't go down there if you tell a child do something they're going to do it if you tell them why they shouldn't do it what's it, it Their perception of it it might it, it helps them to make a better informed choice yeah yeah
1: know,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: that's I true would, no, yeah no. I would say my mum was always you know open to talk but like I said I don't know what it was that made it that I wouldn't, but it's always funny as well that you notice that once you become a parent yourself you know the things that your parents used to say or you, if they didn't want you to go out too bit much bit or anything on, like that yeah. I think it's like what Chanel's saying, if they had said, we don't want you going out because blah, 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 then maybe we wouldn't have wanted to go out so much. Um, But it's only once we become parents that we try to say the same to our kids and they're looking at us like, what are you talking about? It's okay, don't worry, you know? So it is definitely, it is about trying to formulate that sort of bond from young and also, like Chanel said, when you give a reason why, yeah. they then need to make the choice to say, okay, well, my mom said not to do this because this may happen. So if I go out there and do that and that happens, then that kind of has to be on me. Yeah. And I think that's how then you're going to have, yeah, children making more sensible
3: decisions. Exactly. But growing up, my mum was... Oh, hello? Go on. Oh, yeah, sorry. Growing up, my mum was like, really old school. So it was like, don't do this. Don't ask me why you didn't know why you couldn't do certain things so you became fearful so with uh, with my daughter's like explaining to her why it's, it's never I've never felt so comfortable telling her I mean I don't tell her too much as a young child because it would be too much process but just little mm-hmm. things like you know um don't go in that drawer why um there's you know maybe there there might be some cutleries that I don't want her to touch stuff like that stuff so it's like Explaining why as yeah. well is, is so important because, yeah, it's like some so
2: children like, are curious creatures, very, yeah, very,
3: they very are, very very are. At a stage where they ask a lot of questions <laughs> why, anyway. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> give them a good explanation, they won't want to ask why again because they'll be exactly. thinking, What I need exactly. to listen to all of that, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no it's true like even my my little one obviously he's two and a half and you know he tries to do certain things and I'm like no 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 baby don't do that and then his face just drops and I'm like no it's okay mommy's not coming at you it's Mm -hmm. just I don't want you to hurt yourself it's like I just want you to be safe just be careful and then okay and then you can see he's thinking about it and he's like okay then I understand (laughs) (laughs) I do understand it's just giving him that explanation of why they can't do it and then that'll be beneficial for them like down the road anyway so yeah no that's really insightful thank you so much ladies. this is i love this podcast thank you (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's nice so what is or are your proudest moments of your child or children
1: um with my eldest and my only daughter i i the thing that I'm proudest of with her is how comfortable and sure she is with herself. Yeah. Um, you know, she she's confident in what she likes, what she doesn't like, what she agrees with. To an extent, what she agrees with and what she doesn't agree with, you know, from her perception. Um, she she does talk up. She's very assertive. And I, I quite like that. Sometimes a bit too assertive with me, you know. But I can't, I don't want to break that down out of her you know she's comfortable in her skin she'll say how she feels and you know she's kind of unapologetic about it and I think sometimes it's hard to swallow and again if there is a thin line between you know a child being rude and a child just saying you know what they say and what they believe in so I never kind of reprimand her unless I hear the undertone of it being a bit you know going a bit left I'm very, very happy that she has. Because like I said, the way that she talks up, I maybe wish that I did when I was younger. She just has a confidence that's right there. So I hope she doesn't lose that. Um, With my first son, he's just very thankful and loving. He's very easygoing. Like he doesn't need or want things. He's very content. Like he'll, he'll have 75 pence when I'm doing the food shop. And he'll be like, Here, mom, like, do you wanna add that to the shopping? Oh, and he's like, No, babe, keep it like thank you so much. But keep yeah. it. He's just and he's very out of the three of them, he's the calmest, like he's the most content with nothing. Like he's very, very happy. Um and yeah, I love that he's just so calm and just so thankful. Um, and he's very logical as well, which I which amazes me. He can look at a situation nine times out of ten and come up with a solution like just like that. Um, so that kind of amazes me with him. And then with the Baba, he's very adaptable. He's very adaptable. When um, I started working, he was six months old. So he kind of bounced between my mum, my aunt and his childminder. And, yeah. and he did he did that for a year and a half and he got on with it so well. Um and then you know, we we were all home, we had lockdown and things like that, and he's just got on with it, you know. Um he recently became potty trained as well, so I'm really proud of that. Because that yeah. felt like it was never gonna it was never gonna stop. It felt oh, like God. it was never gonna stop. <laughs> um so yeah, no, and I'm just really proud that they're they're three very different individuals and they're three very amazing characters and I just hope they continue to grow in exactly how they are.
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. That's so nice. I love that. Yeah. My little cousins. <laughs> <laughs> very proud. Very proud and well done, Sash. Thank well done, you. you, and, um... thank you. <laughs> uh, Chanel?
2: Uh, Yeah, um, well, when it comes to Jaden, I think what I'm most proud of is his confidence. Um, It's like last year he became a mental health youth champion for the NHS. Um, And he took part in a few um, online Zoom workshops. And like he would do these in his room and I would be outside listening to how he's speaking. And there's like 20 people, 20 adults and about 15 children on there. And he speaks with so much confidence. And I think to myself, he's... He's only, like, at this point, he was, uh, the last one he did, he was 12. He's 13 now, and the last one was when he was 12. And I was thinking to myself, I could never, ever do that when I was 12.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
2: even now, for, for work, when, I, on a, when I'm on a Zoom meeting, like, I'm a bit nervous, and I don't know why. And that's with work colleagues. And, like, the way how he can speak and just convey his opinions and stuff like that a- amongst these strangers, adult strangers mostly as well, I think I'm very proud of his confidence and as well I hope that he does grow with that and that continues as he gets older I don't want him to lose that Mm, I think yeah that's what I'm definitely most proud of that's amazing
0: and I've met Jaden as well he's such he's such a a beautiful he is a confident young man and you know he's really tall (laughs) as well and he's like the way he speaks with me and I'm hearing him speak with his mum as well it's so it's so lovely and to hear the bond between you guys as well because the other day me and Ch- me and Chanel went for a little jog slash walk <laughs> and then you know Jaden called to his mom he's like mom just checking that
1: you're okay oh my god
0: but it's so nice he's, he's got such a lovely character and he is yeah, he's got a lot of confidence so well done Chanel as well thank you you're welcome
3: Aisha. um the. <laughs> Similar to what Sasha said um, about uh, the confidence in our kids, like Amara, she's very, like, she speaks her mind. And at times, I'm just like, oh, like, you kind of mistake them for either being cheeky, a bit too cheeky, or a bit too comfortable, (laughs) but at the same time, like, this is what I wanted. I always said that, you know, once I have children, I want them to speak their mind. I don't want Mm -hmm. them to do it in like a disrespectful way but in a way of where they can stand up for themselves and they can speak up. Growing up, yeah. I was like, shy. Well, you might say opposite, but, yeah, I was shy. <laughs> I was quite shy. No. <laughs> I was scared yeah. to, like, um, talk up. Like, if somebody was to, like, you know, just like at um, our grandparents' house. Um, Sasha, you might remember this as well. Like, um, when it, they there used to be parties, I was mm-hmm. always the cousin that was too scared to go downstairs to get food, I will always ask Vanessa. That was the go-to person.
1: <laughs> no, no I don't, ran, yeah.
3: I didn't want to speak up. But if someone was to be like, are you okay? I'll be so timid to even respond. And Amara, she's just opposite. Like I was even like too like shy to even interact with people that, to the point where people mm. probably thought I was weird. But I'm not Amara's like completely opposite. She's like very friendly and approachable. And um, yeah. yeah, I feel really proud of that because I'm like, wow, both me and her father were com- like com- completely opposite. Like, we were both quiet kids, so for our child to come out opposite and <laughs> so different, it's, it's it's amazing because um sometimes um as a single, well, because I'm a single parent now as well, um being like the main decision maker of the household, it can be hard at times. Like little things that just doing shopping i get very indecisive i'm like okay should i get this or should i get that and then she will step in and be like mommy just get this it tastes better Or get this it looks better i'm like oh my gosh like, she's, uh-huh. telling me, she's telling me what to do you know but um, yeah it makes me proud because she she's you know she speaks her mind and um she does the same at, at school as well um if a, if a child gets uh, needs a bit of help in class she steps in and she helps them and you know she asks the teacher and for the teachers from from the teacher will feedback and be like oh, Amara's really helpful and stuff it makes me feel proud and I'm like I was completely opposite like I said <laughs> but yeah that's that's the most fit th- the one like thing I'm proud of well I'm proud of everything but yeah I'm proud to say that you know I've got a um child that speaks her mind and is very free-spirited yeah, no, it's definitely.
0: Well. I can see yeah, and I can see that as well. That like all the videos that you put up on I know she's got her little Instagram page as well, a Marvel view. So, you know, and <laughs> you could mention that at the end, but just seeing her as well. She's just shining, she's bubbling, yeah. she's just laughing. She is so confident in front of the camera. Like, I'm doing podcasts, and I'm like, mm, no, I can't do videos yet. And I'm seeing her, and it's like, wow, well done, you. Well done, yeah, little miss.
3: it's the so, the limit. That's I'm the sure. thing I try to teach her. I'm just like, instead of restricting her and being like, you know, why don't you be a lawyer or a doctor when you grow up? No,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the kids, like, just uh, whatever they find a thrill out of doing, I feel like it's kind yeah. to stimulate it and encourage it. Because growing up, I yeah. didn't know what I wanted to do when I was older. I just knew I wanted yeah. to parent, and with Amara, she, you know, she she's got this obsession with being a fireman, and I don't want <laughs> her to be a fireman, but you know, if if that's what she wants to do, then <laughs> I can only support <laughs> that. <laughs> but that's,
0: uh, no, true. <laughs> <laughs> As long as they're having fun doing what they're doing, exactly. That's, that's, exactly. And that's and the most important. You know? Yeah,
3: yeah, creating memories while they're young. I, I feel that's important because they grow fast, so. So it's Good to just create the memories whilst they're still young. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely. No, I love that. Um, and how do you think motherhood has changed you?
1: Um. Listen. <laughs> me myself, it's it's half and half. Okay. So so, so with Kaya, I fell pregnant at nineteen. So sometimes I feel like I'm still kind of trapped in that part of my life. <laughs> and like, I'm still quite, you know, free spirited. I still like to have fun and not to say, you know, as a parent, you can't have fun, but I, sometimes it's like, I, I lose the, you know, the balance of being a parent and I kind of just try to be Sasha and have some fun and, you know, I laugh at silly things and, you things Mm. like that. So, um, it hasn't changed me from that way, but I would say it definitely gave me a reason to fight even more for what I want. Like, and to be, to be kind of different, like the way I grew up, don't get me wrong. My mom's amazing. You know, she always made sure we had what we needed. She always taught us the right way. My mom always worked hard and things like that. But you know, I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm a bit of a fairy tale type person, and I, d- I don't know why I say it's a fairy tale. I don't know why I even talk it down on myself. But you know, I always say to them, you know, whatever you feel like you want to do in life, or whatever you feel like you want to be, there's no reason why not. Like, why can't you? have that big house why can't you work that dream job you know and um so for me I feel like they've given me the kind of reason to actually want to be those get all those why can't you things and I'm truly it, it may be cliche to even say but I really don't know what life would be without them. Without, I don't know what paths I would have taken. I don't know whether life would be better, but it could also be worse as well. And not better, but you know what I mean? Free-spirited, you know, jet-setting all over the world. All of these sort of things that could be happening, but I can now actually do that with them by by my side, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I, I, I think the only change would be that they actually gave me a bit more purpose and made me focus a bit more to actually what I want to be able to provide for them.
0: Yeah oh that's lovely it's true motherhood comes with a lot but yeah kids definitely do give us that extra push that extra um, motivation and Mm. you know that give us that drive to just do things even if it's not for ourselves, but for them as well, especially in this world where things are changing. We just want to give them all that we can. And, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing them happy and healthy and just laughing, that's just enough as well, just to carry us on through. So, yeah, yeah, no, thank you. That's Yeah, I love that. (laughs) That's lovely. Uh, Chanel? Yeah, I think
2: similar to Sasha, I think being a mum has definitely given me purpose.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm a young mum. And I've been a mum for like nearly half my life now. Mm-hmm. So I feel yeah. like, you know, a lot of who I am is shaped around motherhood. Yeah. But I will yeah. say that, you know, I'm still, I still have like my silly moments where I just be silly with him or whatever. But I do feel like, you know, he has given me a sense of direction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And as, as well, with all of those sort of, good, like you said, going on holiday and stuff like that. I do always have him in mind with whatever I'm going to do, and I like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, I I love being a mum. So, yeah, if anything, I'd say yeah, he's just given me more direction and more purpose in life.
1: Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it. Kids. Yeah, with that exact sentiment. Yeah, with that exact sentiment. Sometimes. <laughs>
3: Yes, uh, Aisha. <laughs> um, it's humbled me a lot. Oh, yeah. hello. Oh, you're still there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, being a mum. Uh, well, becoming a mum. It's it humbled me a lot. Um, as a teenager, <laughs> I got in this stage where I was like very fiery. You know, I, I, um, I, I, I quick. I, I reacted yeah. quick to silly things, mm-hmm. and. Had her temper <laughs> and um, even that caused like a strain between me and my mum's relationship you know there were certain things she would say, and I just didn't like it I just you know it used to get on my nerves after having Amara it really humbled me and it really it made me realize how much I do appreciate my mum as well and how much you know um, just yeah it just humbled me like it, it really humbled me and I learned like, even up to now, I'm learning new stuff about myself that I didn't even know, and, um, yeah, it's it's been the best thing ever, it's been the best thing, because I'm like, wow, if I didn't have her, would I have humbled, would I have grown up, would I have, you know, um, react, not react to certain things the way I, you know, used to before, um, yeah, I can say it's it's really humbled me, and moulded me into the woman that I am now, and, um, yeah it's it's kind of made me tap into my free-spirited sort um what do you call it spirit again um I didn't feel like a free free spirit Mm. in my 20s um it's not until I had her and then she got to the point where you know she can walk and talk and because she's she always exploring and wanting to do new things it made me tap into that sort of free-spirited world where you know instead of being like for instance ashamed of like like with all the old hobbies I used to do, like things like roller skating and, you know, going swimming, like, you know, when you chill with certain friends in, you know, in school and they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, I don't want to get my hair wet. When you have a child and they, you know, you've got no choice but to do it with them, <laughs> it's like they, you, you, you kind of start finding yourself again and you start, you know, enjoying old hobbies that you never thought you'd enjoy again. And mm. yeah, it, it's, it's, it, it, yeah. It's it's made me who I am now. Let's just say, because um, like Sasha was saying, I, I don't know. Like I could be doing anything. Like if I weren't a parent, I could be doing anything in the world. But it's like I can't really think of that. If that makes sense, I can't really think yeah. of my life without her now.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah,
3: definitely. Like, yeah. So it's it's. I, I just know that she came in my life for a reason and mm-hmm. for. for yeah no it's true
0: definitely and I think that's how we all feel as well when we become mothers we're like what would life be with um you know it's just crazy yeah. and they're just here and they're just giving us that new life so we just yeah just have to and that's yeah. the motivation as well yeah. Just,
3: yeah. yeah
0: they just bring us that definitely they just bring us that extra purpose like you guys said like I agree as well it's like even with me because um I went back into the office on Wednesday and then I got there and I felt like I wanted to cry yeah. I thought oh I don't want to be here I just want to be you it just made me appreciate that it's okay <laughs> it's only one day this week you're gonna go home soon so yeah it just made me appreciate as well like just having that time <laughs> with him As well, and yeah, our kids—they just—it's just just precious. They're just precious. Yeah, Yeah.
3: they are.
0: (laughs) They are. Um, So, what advice would you give a first-time mother?
1: I would say don't put the pressure on yourself to know it all. None of us know it all. And again, like I said, with my third child. I probably researched and asked the most questions and worried the absolute most with him. Um, and, you know, I only had him three, <laughs> three years ago. So I would say don't ever feel embarrassed to ask questions. I mean, in the, you know, maternity Um, sector alone there are so many people that are there to to help you you know before birth after birth during pregnancy all of that Um, so just never ever feel embarrassed you know you have that mother's instinct and it could be paranoia it could be overthinking but at the same time we have that natural instinct inside so it's okay not to know everything it's okay to search for help never feel like you have to you know like anyone would expect you to know exactly what to do with your first child as soon as you give birth and like the ladies have said as we've been going through like we're all still learning and there's all still so much more learning to come so never be made to feel yeah just never be made to feel like you should know it all because none of us do yeah that's it
0: yeah that's so true thank you so much mm-hmm. Ash uh, Chanel
2: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say that, you know, try not to overwhelm yourself Mm -hmm. um, because as well, you know, it takes time. But also I was going to say that um, if you're a first time mum, especially if you you might have friends that don't have children. And um, Mm -hmm. I mean, having a good support network is very important, but you always have to understand that sometimes your friends might not always like that you're having a child. So you might find that some of your friends pull away from you. Mm And just remember that they might not be your true friends, if that's the case, because true friends will support you no matter what you're going through. That's what I'd say. So just having a good support network around you and decent people is like really important. Sometimes surrounding yourself with old friends is not the best thing anyway, because sometimes you're just hanging around with them because, you know, they're just there. But sometimes when you're going to have a child, you have to make better decisions about who you're around anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah definitely no that's very important thank
3: you Aisha um I think hmm, what can I say um when you're going through pregnancy um any new mothers as well actually if they're going if they're in, any new mothers that's going through a pregnancy even if it's a lonely one um don't ever be shy to ask for help as well. If someone's offering help, you accept that help. No matter how protective you want to be of that baby, um, yeah, we're, we're all of this together as well. Um, and don't get scared of people's horror stories. That's one thing that I <laughs> <laughs> have to learn as well over time when people tell me their horror <laughs> stories of birth and, you know, of... of scared that, and, oh, don't read too much into the internet as well. When you see all these scary stories that's happened with, you know, children, everyone has their own experience as well. And it doesn't make, it doesn't mean that you have to be too overly protective. And that's what I've been learning in myself, like not to be too protective because, you know, how, how is a child gonna live when, you know, you're suffocating them? <laughs> so, or um, just, you know, take each day at a time. Like, you learn something new every day. So, yeah, um, don't let horror stories scare you. Don't, um, you know, let others... Expe- don't compare yourself to other mothers. That's another thing I learned. Mm-hmm. Compare yourself to other mothers. If a mother does something one way, doesn't mean you have to do it your, yeah. that way as well. If you're not doing it a certain way like everybody else, don't beat yourself up. Like, I beat myself up for not breastfeeding for long. And I, it, it got to the point where I got depressed. I actually started envying people that were breastfeeding because I couldn't breastfeed. But everybody's different because, you know, I've still got a healthy child, she's happy. And yeah, that's one thing do not compare yourself to other people. Yeah,
0: definitely. Doing. Thank you so much. No, that's true. All the points that you guys have raised, that's the most important thing. um And it's true. That's the point that I was going to hit as well was the comparing as well, because we do as mothers we always compare oh gosh um like oh did you breastfeed no I didn't but why it's like everyone's got their own choice yeah. <laughs> and you know, obviously
2: it's <laughs> your own unique experience
0: yeah exactly they exactly. can recommend you know this is the best way and at the same time you and your child has that different bond so then at the same time you know what your child is getting as long as they are getting the milk, the food that they need, that's the important
1: thing, because it's, it's yeah. about what yeah. works for you and your child, definitely, it just, you know, not everything works for every child, every child likes different things, some like, you know, to hear, audio, they like audio simulation, some like, you know, visual simulation, just with anything, so you have to just tune into your own child and learn what they like. Yeah, the main thing.
0: So, ladies, thank you so much again for your time. Thank you for joining me. Thank <laughs> this you. <has> been- <laughs> thank you for having You're me. You're welcome. This is such a <laughs> lovely podcast, you know, and it's nice to just have, not, um, like, mothers is around, just speaking and getting different opinions and, you know, words of encouragement and support. And I'm sure it's, you know, it's going to touch many um, mothers out there, not even just mothers, first-time mothers that are pregnant now. Um, you know, and even just daughters as well, just hearing how their mothers are, you know, how it is in this mm-hmm. world as well. Um, yeah, I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Is there like social media that
1: like you are? I would just like to add, I would just like to say, you know, Happy Mother's Day to everybody who was oh. celebrated. Um, we're all doing great jobs. We're all, again, we're all learning day by day. Mm. And so, yeah, I just hope you were um, all spoiled and all celebrated in the way that you should have been. Oh, you too. <laughs> <Murphy>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Chanel, are
3: you sure you'd
0: like to
2: add anything else before we go? Um, I was just going to say okay. about your, your last question, I forgot to say as well that for mothers that feel like they can't maybe talk to people that they know there's like other things out there like there's like an app called um peanut don't know if anyone's heard of that mm-hmm. and there's also a really good online forum um called um net mums mm-hmm. so if you're a bit shy or whatever yeah. you don't want to ask yeah. a friend or you don't want to ask someone you feel like they might judge you or whatever but like, there's things out there that support moms as well. yeah. net mums as well
3: yeah thank so, yeah. you so much I think- Always use it, to be honest. <laughs> they're always like you know um on the forums <laughs> that's all I can say but yeah netmums is really good because um especially with pregnancy when sometimes sorry you might feel embarrassed that you know there's certain questions you want to ask but like sometimes people be like oh I, I, I had my last child so long mm. ago I can't remember netmum and all the other apps they're really perfect for that because you get updated sort of you know um, information yeah it's amazing i went on there for every single thing so yeah you're right <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's good
0: thank you chanel for that recommendation so there you go guys <laughs> another yeah. special podcast thank you for tuning in we hope you've enjoyed it have a blessed day take care bye bye ladies bye Bye. Bye. guys bye, bye. 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 bye.